Let's take a look one more time uh, at that video that we saw earlier this afternoon of a car going into a house uh, taking place there out in Mar Vista. House of Preston and uh, car slam. As we can see the uh, the helicopter video there of the car in the house, you can see firefighters on the scene there uh, taking that car out from the house, Fox 11 in Los Angeles said the driver went into the house and sparked a fire. Firefighters were on the scene just before 11 a.m. on the west coast. A car, a Mini Cooper, you can see there, went through the house causing a massive fire. Uh, within an hour, the, the firefighters, LA FD, had eventually pulled the car out of your home. You can see it was towed out of the home there. Uh, firefighters still looking in the car to find possible survivors. Uh, the driver was rescued, as you'll see in this next little clip we're going to transition to real quick. They uh, they were taken to the hospital, as you can see there, uh, in a hurry to get out of that car that crashed into that home. Uh, they were worried about the structural damage of that home as it was built in the 1950s. And you can see the house way a little bit there. Um, in the house, so they were concerned about that and also concerned about the person, the driver, who was identified as Anne Heche. You probably know the name from TV and movies, uh, from Six Days, Seven Nights, Donnie Brasco, Wag the Dog, Volcano, a bunch of movies. And there is a dramatic moment there just before being put into the ambulance to take to the hospital that his driver was identified as Anne Heche. You can see we slowed it down a little bit for you as a uh, Firefighters were trying to help this woman uh, get the help that she needed uh, from the hospital as she crashed into this house and, and the fire, like you heard just me say a little bit ago, they were trying to put that out. Of course, we are still trying to track down some details on how that happened and why it happened uh, and an update on Anne Heche as well. Uh, but the details right now are that driver identified by TMZ is Anne Heche, the actress. It was sparked to fire and they pulled her out from the vehicle after pulling the car out from the house. Uh, and they tried to get her the medical attention she needed as she went to the hospital. go wag the dog volcano a bunch of movies and there is a dramatic moment there just before being put into the ambulance to take to the hospital that his driver was identified as Anne Heche you can see we slowed it down a little bit for you as the uh, firefighters were trying to help this woman uh, get the help that she needed uh, from the hospital as she crashed into this house and, and the fire like you heard just me say a little bit ago they were trying to put that out of course we are still trying to track down some details on how that happened and why it happened uh and an update on Anne Heche as well uh, but the details right now are that driver identified by TMZ is Anne Heche the actress it was sparked to fire and they pulled her out from the vehicle after pulling the car out from the house uh, and they tried to get her the medical attention she needed as she went to the hospital. You can see again one more time. Uh, she is on the gurney there and, and tries to get up before going to the ambulance, but firefighters uh, get her in the ambulance and take her to a nearby hospital uh, just this afternoon in Mar Vista. Uh, in Los Angeles. And this is, uh, of course, courtesy Fox 11, the helicopter there. They were on the scene throughout this ordeal um, as they were 
there trying to get the car out, also putting out a fire. So doing a lot of different things there um, in Los Angeles. We'll keep you updated on live now from Fox as we get more details on all of that as Ann Hayes was pulled out of the house and pulled out of the car and taken to a hospital um, there in Los Angeles. Hey, everybody. Or should I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, right? Breaking news right now on CBS. Um, I wanted to, to come up and uh, make this video because it is something that I am seeing, a trend actually, um, that's happening on social media. And there's a reason why I played that, that it was a news clip uh, from Fox in Los Angeles, uh, I believe it was in Los Angeles, uh, the day uh, that Ann Hesch had this accident. And in particular, her sitting up on the gurney speared or spurred a lot of conversation, actually. If you search the words Ann Hesch zombie, okay, you will see what I'm talking about on Google on YouTube, on several platforms. Uh, and then more information came out because, see, listen, during the time that they were pulling Anne Heche out of, see, when this car was coming out, Anne Heche was still in this car. She was trapped inside this car for 45 minutes. And... Um, as the firefighter is looking in the car, Anne Hayes is actually inside that car at that moment. Uh, however, her position, according to one of the firefighters, not sure which one, was that she was not in the driver's seat. She was actually in the passenger side floorboard. So for, you know, there's um, news video that has been floating around, and this is the clip that I'm referring to, where people are asking, is Anne Heche a zombie? Because for one, she's wrapped up as if she's not really, like the way they have her wrapped up, right? Maybe that was on purpose. Um, but she, the way she pops up, uh and then later it is told to the world that Anne Hayes, uh was, she had a serious brain injury. She had serious thermal injury, serious burns. And so I don't come at this uh, in a, a manner of um, trying to be funny about the question, of, okay? Because see... There's a lot of talk in, um, you know, regarding things in the paranormal, including things like uh, voodoo and um, people not being dead when they really should have been dead type stuff, right? People showing up three days after they've been buried, um, that sort of a thing. But... If you listen to the actual details of what happened, um, this accident, <clears throat> Anne Hayes, Anne Hayes actually um, was in that car while it was burning on fire for 45 minutes after that crash. And of course, I was kind of wondering like, what direction like how did she crash into that home like that and then I got to you know when I when the news folks sort of explained the the very you know basically she hit a T intersection right um she basically blew a T intersection um and went right through the road into the house on the other side of the street, basically. And it it really did look like 
somehow, I mean, she just hit like the garage area there, right? But she just flew straight down the road all the way into this house. An additional 40 feet all the way to the back of the house. The vehicle catches on fire. The smoke and the fire was horrible. Anne Hayes was in that vehicle for 45 minutes during that fire, during that smoke inhalation. Again, the firefighters looking in the car, they had to bring the car out with this, um, there, I call it like a tool that the LA County Fire Department has. It's a very interesting, uh, more than a tow truck type of tool. Uh, and it, it winches and all that. And it has the ability. And basically they had to pull that car out, directly out, before they could get Ann out of the car. Because I was wondering... You know, 45 minutes in a burning car like that, that is a really, really long time, obviously. Um, And how would anyone be able to survive that to be popping up like that? Remember, it took 60 firefighters an hour to fully put this this fire out. This was a... uh, Horrible accident, right? Uh, That woman's home has been absolutely destroyed. It was uh, discovered through a medical examiner. I mean, the autopsy has come back that basically she died uh, from obviously the smoke inhalation. She also had a fractured sternum from how hard she smacked, probably the air airbag or, or whatnot. But Um, Many have cited the fact of how Anne was wrapped as they brought her out and how she popped up. And so I've been seeing a a lot of videos popping up referencing basically is Anne a zombie. Let me tell you a little bit more here about um, some information, obviously, that TMZ had dropped because we a lot of people weren't very sure if you did not watch the sky fox footage a lot of people weren't like really sure um some i mean i was wondering for that long duration of time was it possible that they were able to put like an oxygen mask on her face or anything to try to but no they could not even get to the car. Um, so, I mean, it it did take them officially 45 minutes to rescue her. And as TMZ has reported, uh, that new information had surfaced from the LA Fire Department in which they put together a timeline of the crash that took Ann Haish's life. And according to their records obtained by NBC4 in LA, the blaze was so intense that firefighters couldn't even get near Ann's car for at least 20 minutes. Once there, it took an additional 20 minutes to extricate the vehicle from the burning home. An L.A. fire chief says the combination of smoke and fire made it nearly impossible to see or approach the car. Firefighters arrived at 11.01 a.m., but apparently they were unsure if someone was in the car. 21 minutes later, they confirmed someone was indeed inside the car. So let's sort of like, look, let's, you know, track this article down here. There, there's been so many videos coming out. Um, Hold on. I mean, she was really booking it.
they basically said her car became like a missile, basically. Um, Dr. Conrad Murray was convicted of killing Michael Jackson. Three minutes later, they found Ann inside the car, right? So they arrive at 11.01 a.m., but apparently they were still unsure if there was anyone in the car. That Then 21 minutes later, that's when they confirmed. Listen to this. Is that correct? That is, that is correct. What's the emergency there? A car just went through my neighbor's house. Okay. And very fast because it's like in the second room. And I don't we, we don't we don't know what okay. people are just clearing up the stuff here. So that the car went all the way into the house? Yes. Like ten feet into the house. Is there anybody uh, pinned or trapped inside the vehicle? Uh no. Are there any hazards like down power lines, vehicles on fire, anything like that? Not, no, no, not not immediate that I can see visually. Okay. Okay. Now, is it safe for you to get next to the patients? Somebody is doing that right now. It's okay. not well, safe because somebody's going there now. Was anyone thrown out of any of the vehicles? It doesn't look like it. It's, it's got the flashes on. It's got the door open. We're making communication. And you, you said nobody's pinned or trapped. Somebody. Do we have everybody that was in that house accounted for? Everybody that was in the house is accounted for, yes. Okay. How about everybody that was in the vehicle? Are they all accounted for? We don't know. We just make contact. Um, it, it, it looks, somebody's opening the back to see if we can access because they're kind of trapped in the front door. Somebody's trapped by the car? Inside the car, whoever was driving. They're trapped in the car? They're, they, yeah, they to get somebody real quick. We've got, we've got lots of help already coming. A lot of help okay, on the way. You. Now, can you okay. safely get next to that person that's in the car? There might be host. Okay, I'm gonna get a host. It sounds like the person whoever's threatening that it might be okay. Now right now we're just looking about water in the host. I don't know if my reach. You're getting a water hose. Is there something on fire there? There's smoke. Somebody smelled smoke. There's. Is, is the house on fire? No, no, not the house. Not the house. Somebody just yelled from the inside, it's water. Is the car on fire? It might have smelled water. It might be. I, don't, I didn't see flames. Somebody just said, get, get water. Okay, let, let's go back and find out if that house is on fire. Okay. And then we need to find out about that other person that's in the car, whether he's trapped in the car or... Yeah, he's definitely trapped. Is he awake? Can you find out if the patient's awake? Is the patient, patient awake? Yeah, there's a fire. There's a fire, yeah. The house is on fire now? Yeah. It's the car that's on fire in the house? There's a fire going in. Is there smoke? Is there smoke or just fire? I mean, is there fire or just smoke? I I, I smell I smell I smell smoke I smell fire. But, but it's not on fire. It's just smoke. I don't see flames. I don't see flames, but there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. Go this way. I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it'll reach. What part of the car is smoking? What What is smoking? Uh, it's a lot of smoking. It's taking off. It, it's um. So is the car catching on fire? Yes. Okay. The house. Okay. Get everybody out of the house. Can you get that driver out of the car? No. 
Well, is there anybody touching the car? Yes. Is there somebody touching the car? Yes. So, yeah, there's somebody is touching the car. Okay, I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Okay. Is there anybody else inside? Just the person in the car? Because the person in the car is the only person inside. The black, the church is a smoke is turning really black. It's definitely up behind. It's a big fire. It's a big fire. Okay. I see the fire truck just right here. Try and get the driver out of the car if we can. But I need you to stay in a safe location. Don't put yourself in any danger. Yeah. Here comes the paramedic. Let me know when the fire department's there and taking care of the emergency. They're there now? Okay, they're going to take care of it. PD, I've got your numbers. Do you need ours? Obviously, right? Obviously, you can, I mean, you can see how far back the car literally went into the home. It's insane. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Natalie, good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, firefighters have also said uh, that, again, Anne was not in the driver's seat, saying, quote, I will say that where the person was in the vehicle was not in the driver's seat, but on the floorboard of the passenger seat. So just before 1150, Anne was removed from her Mini Cooper. And remember, firefighters arrived at 11.01 a.m. But I kid you not, if you just search in Hesh, it's already there. Uh, meaning other people are looking it up. <laughs> there are a lot, there's videos popping up everywhere um, questioning whether or not Anne Heche, you know, is is even zombies, being a zombie a real thing? Ye yeah. Like the CDC, I kid you not, has a real page on it. Let me show you. Actually published a prepare guide uh, just in case there was a zombie pandemic. This is the CDC, cdc.gov. This is their website. And this is, this was published back on 2011, Preparedness 101 Zombie Pandemic. Also, Zombie Pandemic. Authors, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, United States Office of Public Health Preparedness and Response. And there is a booklet. PDF file. And here it is. This is from the CDC. Got the graphics in there and got a whole, this has 42 pages. 
written by Maggie Silver, art direction by James Archer, penciled and inked by Bob Hobbs, digital color by Alyssa Eckhart, lettering and layout by Mark Connor, and special thanks to Dave Daigle and Jamie Felzer. I love a good comic strip, personally. I love uh, reading those. Uh, I remember being a kid, um, Garfield and all those little cartoons used to come out in the newspaper, you know. Um, but the cartoon goes through a zombie pandemic situation, right? These people are having a conversation, then they're inside the house. The woman's like, I'm going to try to get some sleep. Don't stay up too late. And the man says, all right, Max and I will be on the lookout for the boogeyman. They're watching TV. Stay tuned for Channel 2 Nightly News. They're watching the news. And then they say in other news, several people have been hospitalized after a strange virus began spreading rapidly through the southeast. Huh? Scientists haven't identified the virus yet, but symptoms include slow movement, slurred speech, and violent tendencies. Let me make this a little bigger for you guys. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but yeah, this is official. This is on the CDC's website. Um, they are also recommending families gather emergency supplies and make plans in case they are asked to evacuate. You can get more information at emergency. .cdc.gov. Emergency supplies, evacuation. What's going on, Max? What's going on? Let's check the internet. A zombie virus. This does not look good, Max. It's him talking to his dog. Let's check the CDC's website. An emergency preparedness kit, eh? I better print this out. Okay, Max, let's see what we can gather up. It's gathering up supplies. Next, the pair go down to the basement. Man, I forgot I had this. It used to be my dad's. He was always listening to the weather report when storms came through. Guess we'll add it to the supplies. Well, it looks like we've got almost everything. Max, water, food, radio, flashlight... Then you can see a list, a list of, of items that the CDC say it says that you should prepare. This is your preparedness kit, meaning water, food, flashlight, battery-powered or hand-crank radio, extra batteries, first aid kit, medications, medical items, multi-purpose tool, sanitation and personal hygiene items, copies of personal documents, Cell phone with chargers, family and emergency contact information, extra cash, emergency blanket, maps of the area, medical supplies, hearing aids with extra batteries, glasses, contact lenses, syringes, canes, baby supplies, bottle, formula, baby food, diapers, games and activities for children, pet supplies, Collar, leash, ID, food, carrier, bowl, extra set of car keys and house keys, and a manual can opener. I see masks. And then Max says, Doesn't, don't forget my dog food. And he says, oh yeah, buddy, I guess I need to add some of your stuff too. Well, that should do it. And then they have a visualization of what the supplies look like. And he says, let's, let's go check the TV and see if there's been any new developments. Wow, Max, looks like they're everywhere. Meaning the zombies. The zombies that are now swarming the city streets. Huh? Huh? Maybe we should take a break from the horror moves, Max. The movies. I'm acting like Julie jumping at every little noise. What in the... And then Max is acting all strange. Let's see what all the racket is about. Here comes a cat. Snowball, what are you doing? Snowball looks mangy-like. 
Did Mrs. Clements let you out again? You know you're not supposed to run off like that. Max, leave Snowball alone. Just then, the dull sound of shuffling and moaning can be heard from outside. Now what? Hello? Uh, Mrs. Clements? Uh, Mrs. Clements, you don't look so good. Maybe you should go lie down and I'll bring Snowball back for you. Mrs. Clements? Mrs. Clements attacks him. It's me, Todd, your neighbor. You really don't look well. Why don't you go back home and I'll bring Snowball by in the morning? She's not trying to hear it. Wow. Or maybe not. Ah! (laughs) And then you see the dog is ready, is in attack mode. Uh, The zombie. Okay, this again is an official PDF file from the Centers of Disease Control for the United States government. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, is there something they know that we don't? Right? Gar, let go. Later, Mrs. Clements slams the door. And then his girlfriend wakes up and she's like, what in the world is going on down there? Something weird is happening. I'm pretty sure Mrs. Clements was trying to attack her own cat. And she just nearly got me. Todd. What on earth are you talking about? Mrs. Clements is a sweet old lady. She wouldn't hurt a fly. I think you got a little too into that movie. No, I'm serious. There's a weird virus going around. Look at the news. Quarantine efforts here in Raleigh have done much, haven't done much to contain the spread of the virus. Over half the city is now infected and new cases are showing up Throughout the Southeast. Back to you in the studio, Samantha. This is a very grave and dangerous situation. The governor has declared a state of emergency and has activated the National Guard. The governor is urging everyone who is not showing symptoms to stay in their homes and keep their doors locked. The CDC is working with local health departments on a vaccine. Until then, Bunker down and don't go outside unless you have to. What? I thought you said stuff like this only happened in the movies. What is going on, Todd? I don't know, but it sounds like we better sit tight. Max and I got some supply together, some supplies together earlier. Maybe we should just sleep down here tonight. Minutes later, Todd and Julie have set up sleeping bags and turned on the radio. Warnings have been issued for dozens of counties about staying inside an area. Hospitals are being overrun. Oh my gosh. And we can see the zombies slowly walking around. The dog's whining. What is it, Max? It's still dark out. Okay, okay, I'm coming. Let's take a peek outside and see what's happening. What the... Max, I think we better turn on the TV. Nothing but snow. Let's try the radio. Um, Todd, what's going on now? Stay in your homes. Do not go outside. If you or your family begin showing symptoms such as slowed movement, slurred speech, or violent behaviors, isolate them to a secure area of the house and stay tuned for more information on where to go. Stay in your to be continued preparedness 101 in a zombie pandemic this is part two a lot of graphics work what's this say several days later at the centers for disease control and prevention in atlanta georgia Dr. Green, I was just on my way to the lab. Oh, Dr. Chang, have we isolated the sample from the state yet? Yes, the health department sent it on Monday, and we've managed to map the virus DNA. Interesting. Do we know what the source is? It appears to be a highly mutated form of the flu. They've labeled it 
Z5N1. No, sir, the field staff are still trying to investigate where it started, but several of them have now become infected. The zombie virus is spreading rapidly. 21 people for every infected person. All the more reason to get this vaccine made and fast. I agree. I've called everyone in on this one. They're working around the clock. Excellent. Let me show you something Dr. Gosh has been working on. Thomas has been modeling the vaccine and how it will work once it enters the bloodstream. We're using the same type of vaccine that we use for the seasonal flu, but engineering it to target Z5N1. And how soon will we be able to distribute this vaccine? It's going to take at least another week to get the first batch out. Another week? The entire Southeast could be infected by then. Kim, get on the phone with Susan's group. We need to get messages to the public on staying indoors and avoiding exposure. Again, this is an official pamphlet from the CDC. I'll get right on it, Dr. Green. Thomas, have you talked to Stockpile yet? No, sir. They need to start moving supplies out to the states as soon as the vaccine is ready. Indeed, they're going to be busy. I'll make a call to Hudson and let him know what's coming. Yes, this is Dr. Khan. No, tell CNN I'll call them back later. Strategic National Stockpile. Hudson speaking. Hudson, it's green. Time to round up the troops. We're going to have a vaccine ready to go in a week. And we'll need your team to ship out all the meds and supplies that go with it. Roger that. I'll send the alert out to the states and get the trucks ready to ship out. Just let me know when you got the drugs ready. Meanwhile, back at Todd and Julie's place. We're almost out of food. It's been almost a week, Todd, and we haven't left the house. We need to get some food. Spalding Elementary, MLK Community Center, and Jefferson High School. Pets are welcome at Lee Elementary in Wayne County. Something's on the radio. Continues to spread. CDC is urging everyone to practice isolation. Stay in your homes. If you must leave, go directly to a designated safe zone. Vaccines will be shipped to the safe zones as soon as they are ready. Stay tuned for a list of safe zones in your area. Do you think they have food at one of these safe zones? They must. Why else would they tell people to go there? That's us, Lee Elementary. And you can come too, Max. All right, but how are we going to get out of here? There's zombies walking around outside. We're going to have to make a run for it. They seem to be slower in the daytime. How would the CDC even, why would the CDC even say that? They seem to be slower in the daytime. Hey, Jeanette, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of, there is a lot of conversation around that, you know, is Anne Hayes, was she a zombie? Like, for real. I was a little shocked to see quite a number of videos pop up. Um, But the CDC's pamphlet continues here. Uh, Todd says the car is not too far away. And she says, all right, let's pack a couple bags and get moving. It's going to be dark soon. And I don't want to be stuck outside with those things. Basically, the CDC is informing the public for some reason, if this ever happens, that they move slower in the daytime. And we don't want to be stuck out there with them at night. That's what I gleaned from that, right? Um, She says, I've got water. The last of the food, a blanket, flashlight, and the radio. Todd says, let me get Max's leash on, and I think we're ready. The coast is almost clear. There's one zombie just passing the driveway. Okay, as soon as this guy gets out of the way, I'll tell you when to go. There's Max. Todd says, you got to run. Okay, go, 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 go. Oh, Todd, they're everywhere. I think they've seen us. Okay, Max is in the back. Hurry, Todd. Oh, man, some of them are headed this way. Come on, girl, we're counting on you. Be sure your door's locked. 
the zombie runs up on her her window door and they surround the car they take off zombies attacking uh oh the fuel light just came on how far away is that school what are you're out of gas we've got 10 miles to go and it's starting to get dark well we better drive fast and take chances do me a favor and try not to hit any of them Julie, Todd, and Max race through town to reach the, the safe zone. The streets are empty. I guess most of them go into hiding during daylight. Again, a, a second time that the CDC for some reason feels that it's important to emphasize that just in case a zombie pandemic happens, the things go into hiding in daytime and that they really come out at night, which is just really like creepy to me <laughs> that's really creepy okay we've made it to lee elementary school what a sight for sore eyes and just in time the car is sputtering out you folks made it just in time we lock up at dusk and don't reopen until the morning go on inside and get screened signed in and they'll give you some food and a place to sleep notice by order of the wayne county health department all persons wishing to enter the safe zone must be screened prior to entry. I'm Nurse Evans. Just follow me so we can get you both screened with a simple blood test. Todd, Julie, and Max followed the nurse to the makeshift lab that has been set up. There's a blood test for this? Later... Having been screened for the virus, Julie and Todd are cleared and allowed to enter the gymnasium, which has been converted into a shelter. Reminds me of Hurricane Katrina. Okay, Max, let's see what's happening outside. CDC shipped out its first supply of vaccines against the novel virus that has been ravaging the nation. The first round should reach safe zones as early as this evening. What? We're saved. I can't believe it. Vaccines. Hey, folks, the vaccines are on their way. Yay. While the shelter erupts in cheers, hugs and tears of relief, outside the school's protective fence, shadowy figures are closing in. Meanwhile, back at the National Stockpile Warehouse. All right, folks, listen up. At 0600, we start shipping out the first round of vaccines and supplies to the states. From there, the state health departments will divvy up the supplies and take them to the various points of dispensing. We've got a lot of work to do, so don't expect to get any breaks until everyone has been vaccinated. Now let's move. Around sunset, the first truck arrives at the gate of the school. Hey, everybody. It's here. It's here. But with the setting sun, the zombies become more active and they begin closing in on the school. Okay, quick, get the truck inside the gate. Here they come. The zombie horde surrounds and overpowers the guards, then begins to break into the school, smashing windows and doors, heading for the crowded shelter in the gymnasium. Sarge, we're going to get overrun. We can't just shoot them. These are our fellow citizens. Oh my gosh, here they come. Run. The zombies are closing in. They've gotten into the safe zone. For some reason, the CDC felt it was important for a third time to tell us that when the sun goes down, they become more active. Back in the gym, people are chattering happily with their families when they start hearing glass breaking all of a sudden, zombies break through the windows and doors and begin streaming in. Then mass panic ensues as everyone realizes there's nowhere to run. Todd, what do we do? Run to the lab area. Maybe there's a way out. Todd, look out. Whoa. Max. Where? Roof. Wow, it was all just a dream. Todd, what in the world is going on down there? 
lightning strikes, thunderstorms coming, huh? Oh, it was just having a bad dream. I dreamt the country had been taken over by zombies and they almost got us. Uh, you and your scary movies. See, this is what happens when all you watch is horror films. What's that on the TV? Come on, I think we better get to the basement. This looks like a bad storm. Turning off the TV, Todd and Julie head down into the basement. What are you looking for? Something that could come in real handy. This, I forgot we had it. It used to be my dad's. Been thinking we should really make an emergency kit in case something happened. What if we were stuck in the house or had to evacuate? We need to have a plan. Wow, that old thing still works. Wayne, hey, that's us. Turn it up. Severe thunderstorm warning in effect for the following county. Prince George's, Bartow, Wayne. Okay, but I'm serious. I think we need to make an emergency kit. I hear you. As soon as the storm passes, we can make all the kits and plans you want. But next time I'm picking the movie. And the cat says meow. And that's the end. We hope you enjoyed reading this fictional story. It's meant to be both educational and entertaining. Now that you've seen the importance of being prepared, take the time to put together an emergency kit with the items included in the checklist on the following page. You'll be ready for any kind of disaster, even zombies. And there is a all hazards emergency kit. Consider the needs of all family members and add supplies to your kit. There's also an, a, um, a code that you can scan with your, with your camera on your phone that will put this pamphlet right on in there in your phone. So, but again, it is just sort of weird that even the CDC would even make something like that, right? I mean, you know, there's been a lot of stories of zombies over the years. Um, like I was saying earlier, uh, in uh, various countries, people supposed to be dead, but then they wake up, you know, they're walking around three days later. <laughs> like, whoa, there's been some real legit stories. Real, real legit stories. Like, seriously. Um, it's crazy. There are some forms of, uh, isn't there some forms of uh, voodoo too, though, that uh, puts someone in a zombie-like state, right? Um, I, I think they administer some sort of something that they've mixed together. Um, hold that thought. The voodoo zombies. While these particular zombies didn't necessarily eat flesh, they were seemingly undead shambling monsters. Legends about voodoo zombies have lasted centuries, and it wasn't uncommon at one time to hear of a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you just do a little research, you know, let me get out of here. If you just do a little research... Sorry, guys. Here we go. If you do a little research just on like real zombies, um, uh, voodoo state, uh, voodoo or voodoo zombie like state, that sort of a thing. There are some pretty interesting stories that you will you will find. Um, and then there's always conspiracies. And when it comes to celebrities. And to know that she was in that car in that state for all that time and she somehow pops back out and to be honest truthfully it looked like the firefighters were bringing out a dead person 
who was they had wrapped up in a blanket. So that's why it shocked so many people. And that's why that clip has went viral. And uh, that's why people are tr- searching this sort of content. They're uh, just stunned. So there you go. That's what's been going on. Uh, so just a trend that I noticed. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, let me, um, I appreciate everybody who came through. Don't forget that you can find Leaky on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Your favorite podcast software. Um, I've been, uh, there's, I've been dropping one pretty much daily and, um, a couple surprises in between, uh, but yeah, really good content. So make sure you get over there and subscribe. Um, I'm out of here guys. Thanks for coming through until next time.